I'm Heather. And I'm Lenore. Like you, we had our aha moments when we finally realized that the way we were doing things just wasn't really cutting it. I left pharmacy and got certified in integrative nutrition. And I left medicine and became a certified life coach. Together, we're going to show you what changes you want to make to adopt a healthier lifestyle. And then how to manage your mind around those changes. So this is the last time you do it. We're Nutrition-Minded. Hey, good morning, we're back. This is Lenore. Hi, I'm Heather. And we are with you again for another episode of Nutrition-Minded. Today's episode is gonna be called A Good Mother Should. Um, And I wanted to just talk a little bit about mindset management, about what being a good mother means to us and what we think we should do. So how do you treat yourself regarding what you feed your children? If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably interested in good nutrition, and that probably extends to your kids. So what happens when you don't do what you quote unquote should do for them? This episode is going to lay bare some of my thoughts about what my kids eat so that you can see that even a life coach has to manage her mind. So here's an example of my negative thoughts. I'm such a bad mom for getting McDonald's for them. Like we almost never get McDonald's, but every time we go through the McDonald's drive-thru, I'm like, I'm such a bad mother. I'm such a bad mother. And I'm aware I'm thinking this, but I'm like, why am I getting this for my kids? And they're on the other hand, like, woohoo, we're getting McDonald's. (laughs) Like it's a party literally in my car. Okay. Pizza for lunch at school on Friday. And then I forget they had pizza for lunch and I serve it for dinner. I'm that way with tacos. Taco night almost never fails. I always do it on the same day. Yes. Yes. And then you're, and so I've actually gotten over that one, but my thought was, how, what kind of a mother am I letting them eat pizza two day, two, twice in twice one day. day? And then I was like, wait a minute. When I was a teenager, I used to do that all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not going to kill you. All right. A better mother would care what her kids are eating. I'm so lazy for feeding my picky kid chicken nuggets five nights a week. Mm. They're organic chicken nuggets. Like, I make her try a bite of whatever else we're eating. But she's like, I just want chicken nuggets. And I'm like, I don't even care. Just eat something <laughs> with protein in it. I'm okay. What about when they beg and plead for Fusaclis? This li- li- literally this happened happens. this week. Yeah. Like I'm in line for Fusaclis. I can't remember why we were getting takeout that night. If, if you don't know what Fusaclis is, it's fried chicken fingers and French fries, and then there's like a piece of bread that's buttered and then like grilled on each side. And my kids won't eat coleslaw, so there's no vegetable. Oh, like we, we get extra sub. fries. Yeah, yeah, we get extra <laughs> fries. And so I'm in line for that. And then Heather, like, calls me. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm oh. getting my kids poison for dinner at Fusaclis. And she's like, you're what? And I was like, I'm poisoning my kids. Nothing against Stop Fusaclis. Asking. Like, we love it. But this is my brain going, this isn't healthy, right? right. Like, this right. is fried chicken. Right. Yeah. So there's this huge internal struggle. I want my kids to be happy, and I want them to get foods that they like. But I also don't want them to eat stuff that's nutritionally bad for them, Right. So one of my children started refusing to eat anything with the word organic on the label. And I was like, what on earth? Where did this come from? And he said, one of the kids in my class told me that organic food is bad for you. And I said, well, let's talk about what organic means. So I told him all it means is that it's grown without chemicals. I mean, there are pesticides used on organic foods, but they're not things like glyphosate and stuff that's been linked to different types of cancers and developmental disorders. Like they're healthier overall and they're grown in a healthier manner they tend to have more nutrients in them um, grown in soil that's better for your body and so I said it 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 tastes the same like the packaging may look different but it tastes the same it's the same food it just has maybe some slightly different ingredients and he was just not having it 
And he was like, no, I'm not eating anything that's organic. And so I thought, I literally had this thought. So am I, am I bad for forcing him to eat organic food or am I bad for letting him eat all of the like name brand chewy granola bars that he wants? I was like, I can't win. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what my brain told me was I can't win. So what do I do? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, first of all, neither is bad. I do believe that there are foods that are denser in nutrients and are better for you and do better things for the cells in our body. Absolutely. Right. I also don't believe in putting a moral value on food. Right. So the food itself isn't bad. Right. It's just food. Right. And that's a hard concept for a lot of people. Right. Yes. And we've talked about this. And so when I say like bad food, I I should I should clarify that by saying I I think it's bad because it doesn't have the nutrient profile that I want my kids to eat. Like And we all think that it's bad. I even I mean I'm even sitting here telling you stop putting a moral value on food. Yeah. And I myself find myself going, oh, that's bad. Yeah. So, like, what do you do then? So, if you have kids who are just, you know, old enough and also, like, in an environment at school, like, I've I've seen school lunches. I mean, my oldest is 21. I've been seeing school lunches now of other children for 20 years. Yeah. And so, I have seen, I have, like, been up at school for lunch for whatever reason or on field trips, and there are children who will open a lunchbox and they bring out a bag of chips, a bag of Cheetos, and a bag of fruit gushers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where's your sandwich? Like, mm-hmm. is there protein in there? Is there yogurt in there? And they're like, this is my lunch. It's just like prepackaged mm-hmm. bags of things. And so that's what I'm talking about. Like, those foods are not the best nutrition profile. Right. Right. Like, that's a fact. That's yes, not a thought. Is, yeah. Okay. So when I know I'm on purpose letting my kids eat stuff that I would prefer that they not, yes. because I know that they're not getting healthy vitamins and all that, like that's... And they're going to act a fool in class on the Gushers and the Jesus. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. They just are. Yeah. So those of us who are, like, trying really hard to get our kids to eat, like that, and that's actually why I hired you last mm-hmm. year, was yeah. I need help with food that tastes good, that my kids will like. Um, and you gave me a ton of great suggestions that we eat all the time. But I need especially stuff that's portable that I can put in a lunchbox that isn't that. Right. Well, first and foremost, um, is to not beat yourself up with those negative thoughts about I'm a bad mom and I this and I that because a lot of seasons in our life we're just trying to survive. Yeah. And that's okay. I second that. <laughs> <laughs> and the second thing is in our society, most of us um, are able to feed our children something even if it is sometimes Gushers and Doritos, Mm -hmm. you know, we're able to feed our children something. And if right in that moment, that's all they'll eat. Yeah. It's not the worst thing in the world. Right. (laughs) Not the best thing in the world, but it's also not the worst thing in the world. So our kids won't starve. Yeah. Is is my point. Right. Our kids, kids, they're not going to starve. There are children in the world who are starving. Right. But for the most part, 
kids eat when they're hungry. They have an internal regulatory system that tells them that when they're hungry and tells them when they're full. And it's really actually important for us to not discount that. Mm -hmm. That is what causes eating disorders later. On the flip side of that, there is that's a double-sided coin or a double-sided knife, whichever yeah. way you want to look at it, is that there are foods that we feed our kids that... Oh, have additives that, disrupt, that make them want yes, more. Right. That disrupt that regulatory system. Right. And they do overeat and they cannot figure out when they are full. Right. So, um, that's most, interesting because I remember when I read about that years ago, it was salty, sweet processed foods mm -hmm. make your body crave. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's the combination of salty and sweet or if it's an additive that makes it both salty and sweet. Maybe it's both of those things. But, like, if you are eating something, just notice this. The next time you eat something that's salty and sweet, how hard it is to not have another one. Yeah. Like, your body's literally, your brain's like, i got to have more of that. That yes. was so good. And when I catch myself thinking that, I'm like, is it salty and sweet? And it always is. And, and packaged fruit, foods with fructose or high-fructose corn syrup yeah. or things like that, artificial sweeteners, is a huge one yeah that sends a signal to your brain it's mm -hmm. a chemical it sends a signal to your brain that says i'm getting sugar mm -hmm. so then your body releases what it's supposed to release from the pancreas that i'm i'm receiving sugar but it's not receiving sugar mm -hmm. so it doesn't balance like it's supposed to in your bloodstream so now your body is on a constant seek for the signal that it sent to your brain, that the brain sent to the pancreas, that these all these things are working, and now your body is like, where is it? Where right. is it? Where is it? I need more. And it yeah. sends your internal mechanisms into a spiral trying to find the sugar, which causes, actually, salty, sweet cravings. So if you drink a Diet Coke, you want something salty. Then you mm. immediately want something sweet. Mm. And that, it any kind of, any kind of like, um, a lot of, I see a lot of parents buy the zero Gatorades, oh, the yeah. sugar-free Gatorades. Right. And I'm like, you it's know worse what? Than the regular. Just give them regular right. Gatorade right. because their body is on a constant search yeah. for the sugar that it thought it was having. And like just studies, there have been a ton recently released about artificial sweeteners being linked to increased risk of stroke and heart attack. Yes. Like all the metabolic syndrome mm -hmm. things that I would see in clinical practice. All of my diabetic patients were like, well, I bought sugar-free this, that, or the mm -hmm. other. Well, so it's sugar-free, and so it's messing up their metabolism. But then it's also like, well, it's sugar-free. I can eat it all, right? Mm -hmm. Because yes. it's sugar-free. So then the FDA or whatever it was, the USDA, started having them put on the label, this is not a calorie-free food. Yeah. Because I started noticing that a few years ago because there were people who literally were like, well, sugar-free equals calorie-free, and it doesn't. You know that in the 50s, that was the advertisement. And I wish I could show you guys pictures. I wish we could do a visual <laughs> podcast. But there, there are ads from the 50s yeah. where the sugar companies were doing that. Mm -hmm. They were saying, this is, low, this is a low-calorie food. You should be eating high-sugar food. Right. I saw that. I've seen a bunch of those print ads. Yeah, which is crazy. So Now we know it is. Now yeah. we know. But yeah. we, were, we were taught right. that. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, for however many years, 50 years, it's right. been ingrained, 60 now, whoa, 70, oh God. Um, but we were, it's ingrained in us yeah. that it's ingrained in our parents that uh, sugar-free, sugar is low calorie, sugar-free, all and fat-free was a fad for oh, a yeah. long time. And anyway, all of those things, I do think I 
got down the wrong rabbit hole here. My point is that the should thoughts, mm -hmm. I should do this, I should not do that. We can, one, we can change the should thoughts. Mm -hmm. it's, it's important to let your kids regulate their bodies. Mm -hmm. And if you're feeding your kids nutrient-dense foods, that will help their system regulation. Yeah. So that when they do get the non-nutrient-dense foods, it's not so bad. Right. They and don't overeat. Something that interesting that happened, I told Heather we did a little experiment at her house where I bought... Oreos and I bought um, fruit roll-ups and I bought all these things that we don't normally have in the house and I said let's just see what happens when you guys eat as much as you want to like let's just see and so I had one kid that was severely constipated I had one child that's like my tummy hurts like mm. he was just so he just felt bad he just yeah. generally felt bad and I was like listen guys this is from what we're putting in our bodies like this this is really from the food you're eating mm -hmm. you know and I was like, you need to pay attention to this. So I'm trying to teach them at a young age, like what you eat determines how you physically feel in a lot of cases, which I did not realize until maybe a decade ago. You know, What a good mother should do <laughs> <laughs> is change the should thought, first yeah, of all. Yeah, right. You know, at, like I said, we're, most of us are in the season of life where we're just trying to survive. Mm -hmm. So change the should thought and... Try to give your kids a balance. So if you do have to feed your kids something that's not very nutrient-dense, right. yeah. try to serve it with something that is. Yeah. And so, like, what I'll do with the kids, if they want something, like, we're going to have pizza, take out pizza for dinner tonight. And I know that in advance, and I told them we were going to have that for dinner. And so they will have strawberries or pears or something like that that's high fiber that's also a fruit or a vegetable to go along with it. Yes. My mother used to make us eat spinach and or salads <laughs> with pizza. So we'd be like, yay, pizza night. She's like, here's your spinach. I was like, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I love spinach, though, so she did a good job. Anyhow, so, okay, a good mother should realize that telling yourself what you should and shouldn't do is not helpful. Recognize that those thoughts are thoughts that you can choose. Yeah. If it's serving you or if it's not serving you. Like for me, I tend to use the should thoughts to beat myself up with those. And I'm aware I'm doing it. Like, mm -hmm. again, you can have thoughts and you can decide whether you want to continue to think them, right? And then also, I, I mean, a thought that I use all the time is I'm doing the best I can. Mm -hmm. And also, Fusakli's once a month never killed anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, every day will, but, and <laughs> but not once a month. We are all doing the best that we can. Again, Serving something that is nutrient dense or teaching them that what they what goes in their body, you know, have a conversation with them. How do you feel after you eat this? How does this make you feel? Right. And not saying things in front of them like, well, you shouldn't be eating this, but here it is anyway. Or I shouldn't be feeding this to you, but here it is anyway. That also causes them to discount what their body's telling them. Yeah, and it also confuses them because then they're like, well, if I shouldn't be eating it, why are you why giving I, it to me? It? Right. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to have the should thoughts. It's okay to be in survival mode. And um, if you have to be in survival mode, just try do the best you can and right. try to survive with... What Some nutrient-dense foods and the yeah. rest. And balance it out. With balance it out. Yeah. Yep. All right. We hope that was helpful. We hope you have a great week, and we will see you next time. See you next time. For more information or questions, please follow us on Instagram at nutritionmind.ed or email us at nutritionminded1 
at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.